0: Now, moving on, as they say, RTE has been in the news all this week. Now, obviously, at the start of the week, it was all a question of mourning the loss of our colleague Gabe Byrne. But then on Wednesday night, news... Uh, broke that there will be significant job losses and pay cuts at the national broadcaster. Now, it's always uh, difficult when you become the story because you don't want to be, uh, but that is obviously the case here for me and my colleagues in the radio centre uh, and in television and lots of talk about uh, what salaries are and what uh, cuts they will take. I'm joined this morning by Moya Doherty, who's Chairwoman of the RTE Board. Uh, Now, you wrote an opinion piece, Moya, in the paper about the licence fee, and you're talking about the responsibility of the government. But what about, ultimately, the responsibility of the Executive Board and the authority?
1: Good morning. Good, Good afternoon, morning. actually, Marion, oh, yeah. and thank you for inviting me in this morning. Um, I think it's important to contextualise what has happened in the last week and has, what has been happening for months and years within public service media globally. Um, there is constant change and it will be in a constant state of reform. It is impossible to predict where public service media will be in five years, let alone ten years. What our job is, as a board and as an executive, is to ensure that the infrastructure is right, the funding is right, the skills are contemporary and flexible to meet the rapid change. But with the
0: kindest will in the world, there is little evidence of that i mean obviously as the authority and and the chair uh, it is your responsibility uh, to support the executive but we've i hear people talking about public service broadcasting public service broadcasting where's our destination
1: well I mean I think Marion nobody has a crystal ball around destination the the cataclysmic change in the industry globally is quite frightening right across the media people are losing jobs it is painful it is incredibly difficult but we cannot not change you stand still and you are history so just let me clarify firstly the role of the board it used to be called the authority, the authority it's yeah, now the board yeah. The board is nominated and appointed by government. It is not the job of the board to do the role of the RTE executive. It is the job of the board to represent government, to stand over the Broadcasting Act of 2009, which is a, a dinosaur piece of legislation at at this time, which cripples the organization in, in terms way? of the in terms of the commitments it puts onto the organization when the funding isn't there to meet those commitments. So that indeed needs to be looked at. So I think that and also our most important person in the room are the people you're speaking to out there, the Absolutely. audience. Yeah. They ultimately own public service media. They ultimately are the ones who need to know in five years' time where their solid, truthful sense of news and current affairs will come from. That is the most important thing.
0: Well... But- I I want to go into a lot of individual detail, but let's stick with the broad brush for the moment. If you say that there is no crystal ball, the truth is that the internet um, is not new anymore. And if you take youngsters, we had a group in on one of our Sunday programmes, and I think to a man and a woman, none of their children watch television in the way, in the old fashioned way that people sat down to watch the Late Late Show years ago. It Just doesn't happen. And they choose different ways to find their media. And we seem to have... Well, I I shouldn't say we because I'm not involved in it, but the organisation, even down to one detail like the player. I mean, if you want to look back at something that was on Channel 4 that you missed or something that was here that you missed or something that was on American thing that you made, you can get it. I tried three times last night to get something on the player and it wouldn't work. All I could get were ads. The ads would finish and then I couldn't get back into the programme. So, I mean, I don't want to diss the people that are working with it. I don't know what resources they have. I don't know what support they've got. But that's a huge part of the way people are going to look at at product anymore.
1: There is no doubt and that has to be improved and it is being improved and it's very much the focus of the DG and the executive to do that. Uh, This is an organisation that has been starved of funding for a long, long time. The last increase in the broadcasting licence fee was 2008. There was no money to spend on infrastructure, upgrading systems that are tired and old. The selling of the Orti land has allowed that to happen. That investment is now being made. And also, Marion, this organisation has been here for a long time. And when you are approaching this and the Director-General is approaching change and reform, it's not just reform, it's transformation. You're to dealing what? with and to dealing with a, to, to, to what? be a modern, efficient media service. And what that, does that look like? That looks like being available on all platforms, having a truth, having a good editorial control, and having an efficient work practice model that can be nimble and swift and get our messaging and the messaging out there to the public on all social media and other platforms to enhance what is on the player, to enhance an investment in drama and comedy, to give content to an audience, to an Irish audience, to hold an Irish voice. We don't want to stand back and let Netflix and Sky and all of the myriad of others come in. And dilute the Irish voice. Well, they are doing it anyway. Well, we have to fight back against that. Mm. And that's
0: what this transform- transformation is doing. But it, it seems to me that I don't still have a, a picture of what you're talking about in transformation. Okay. <clears throat> and it seemed to me that the other day uh, at a meeting that I didn't attend, because I'm not staffing here, um, there was a big lack of confidence in the management, and in your good selves, I suppose as well, uh, in terms of leadership.
1: Well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I think the way this story was leaked was was shocking. And How I was think it leaked? I I have I have no idea. Um, a very small number of people had access to that document, so I think it shouldn't be too hard. To ask the hard questions. I think it was deeply disrespectful. But let's Mind talk. Mind you,
0: we operate on leaks. Yes,
1: you do. Let's yeah. talk out, Marion, rather than in. This, this is important. It's very important, of course, to understand. And I worked in this organization and I understand the, um, the commitment that people have here, the relationships they form, the work that they do, the families that they support. But we must. Make this organization fully sustainable and fiscally break even for the future. That is our job as a board to do that. We cannot do that without government. What I'm going to do today is...
0: Can I just cut across you there when you say sustainable because the minister was on in Morning Ireland during the week and she was saying about with the money that was paid in salaries that were higher than the President of the United States that this was not a sustainable model and that RTE better get its act together on that And clearly, I had been alerted to this. I got a a call uh, beforehand to say that they were going to ask to cut so I said of course I'd engage on, on that but just want to get that into yes, so and yes. not seen to duck it in, no, in any No and, and
1: we are aware Marion, that that the top earners in RTE will now with this 15% pay cut and the previous 30% have taken an overall 45% pay cut that is
0: substantial. Yes but people I presume on very very modest salaries will say well tough bananas you know well, and for sure they will. And I mean somebody made the point that um that these car allowance is more than some of the staff in here are paid. Um I,
1: I don't have that detail, but I do think that we must take this out of the granular. The executive will look very closely at the granular and deal with the unions and make all of these incremental changes for the future survival
0: and protection
1: of jobs well, in the public are, service are, are media. Are there two
0: hundred jobs going to go?
1: That is, I, I am not at an operational level. The chair and the board do not get involved in the operational but level. But you know about but it. But we know that the that the management must now start discussion with union to improve and modernise work practices and make efficiencies. Like what? Well, l- you look at the organisation the way, even the geography of the organisation, it's on this lovely leafy plot. We've got radio miles away from television. We've got the canteen in between. We've got management sitting up in the admin building. The very physical um uh, movement of people into the one space because we no longer have radio, television and digital. They are all one. So we will be we, D will be grouping people together. They will be sharing skills, learning new skills and getting messages and stories and content out there quicker
0: to a broader audience. The um the the notion of land. Uh, I mean, there was a certain criticism from E. Hall Martin because he was saying you're selling off the family silver uh, and you got the money. It was a good substantial sum of money. But it's kind of nearly gone now. I mean, 30 million is a fair chunk of change, but not in the context of what we're talking about
1: no but the investment has been in hd in studios in upgrading technology in in uh, putting in new it systems in training t- people to be digital savvy, um, the money is very well spent and every single penny is signed off by at least 10 people right up to chair level. So we watch that money very carefully and it has been well invested and it is not money that can be put into content. So money has to come somewhere for content
0: because without content, RTE is nothing.
1: And I think... But what the I-
0: simple fact of the matter is they're not going to give you any more money. I mean... The Taoiseach said he would, but more or less once you've got your act together. Mr Bruton said five years from now. And um, I think somebody said at the meeting the other day, five years from now, the place could be shut down. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, the, the five years from now is just not acceptable. Uh, I mean, I think
1: there is, there is a an absence of understanding of the acceleration of the acceleration of this industry. And I think what I would like to call on government today is to lead The National Debate on the Future of Public Service Media. Because I believe most listeners will be concerned where they get their news and current affairs from now. And also, Marian, the BBC has done this very successfully. The BBC with Ofcom have set up with government a debate in the UK which is called Small Screen Big Debate. I urge the leaders in government to be visionary and to start that debate. And in this country, there lives in the west of Cork a man who has written hugely about public service media, Lord David Putnam. The government should hire Lord David Putnam to run small screens, big debate and allow all of us to collaborate and to participate in what is the best
0: for the future of public service media in Ireland. The, um, I certainly thought it was interesting in the Brexit debate in Britain uh, where not hundred percent, but pretty damn close to a hundred percent, ninety five percent, of the print media, uh, was described by one particular person as weaponised, uh, and now that obviously didn't happen with the BBC because uh, they wouldn't; uh, they have to be more balanced, uh, but maybe. Uh, it is important to think through where you get your sources of information and how trustworthy they are, because some of those papers lied. Uh, simple as. Of course, You know they did lie. Yeah.
1: And I was deeply disappointed to read about um, tensions between the board and the executive. I stood shoulder to shoulder with the director general, as did many of my board colleagues at the staff meeting. Of course there is robust debate. Of course there are deep and meaningful discussions, but there is no split. We support Dee and her team 100%.
0: Because it was, figured that there was, great tension
1: between you? You know what, Marion, there's an extraordinary piece here around two women, one woman chair and one woman um, DG, there always seems to be the desire to create uh, the story that there's tension.
0: Well, there could be. I'm telling you there isn't. You're telling me that there, that there isn't. What, what concrete things... I mean, Lyric is going to leave Limerick. Closing, closing Lyric. Now, if you worked in Limerick in Lyric and you hear on the radio that it's been closed down and you have kids at school and you have a mortgage... What's to do?
1: Marion, we, we've discussed this already. Um, the, the, the shock of the way this information was released to staff is despicable. But we have got to lift above this now and work together to create a sustainable future. I don't know that our listeners want to hear too much about the minutiae detail within RTE. They want to know we can be nimble, efficient, use their money well to get the stories across and have a place in Irish life going forward. Not just a place. They don't want to pay for it. Well, actually, quite a few of them do pay for it. But what has been allowed is that, firstly, we have the most expensive collection fee system in Europe. Why? Why do we pay 12 million to have our licence collected poorly? Why do we not have a better database? Why don't government look and think television is now a large old screen on, a, on somebody's wall. We need to look at other ways because so many people now are downloading and taking RTE content Correct. on their screens and they should pay for that. So we have to work together with government to find the best way possible to do that. And actually, I feel very sorry for those who do pay and do stay within the law and pay their licence fee and are allowed by government and others to have a valid. Sway of people to allow twenty-five million pounds a year bleed out under the door that could be used for content.
0: And this investment that you that you're talking yes. about, um, I know that the um, the listener is interested in the bigger pictures and, and is probably not concerned, but I imagine they are very concerned for somebody below in Limbrick. That, that, what do you do? everybody is concerned Despair. that will that will be worked
1: out marion change is painful transformation is painful and everybody understands that but we have got to cost cut the cost base i sit at board we cannot continue to sanction
0: the deficit deficits that currently exist the um, somebody was just saying to me there that on communication you've, that RTE has started using um, A private company to issue information? Well, that's not
1: true. Let me tell you, RTE board has. Now, again, let me emphasise, the board is an independent body. This is a crisis of enormous um, um, magnitude. We are signing off, we the board, we're signing off on a strategy delivered by the RTE executive and costed by RTE we are only doing our job by bringing in outsiders to assist us and stress test the figures, stress test the plan. That is our job because we are responsible to government and to the Irish people for that. And we would not be doing our job properly Do we um, not do that. The,
0: uh, I was listening to um, my colleague, Philip, who was on the other day with, um, with Mary Wilson, trying to get details, I suppose, of where the cuts would come, how it had been priced, all of that kind of thing. And there were an enormous number of things for which he couldn't get an answer. You know, how did RTE get itself into this mess in the first place? What's the answer to that? How, oh, uh, the, the answer to that is twofold.
1: Dramatic change in the way we communicate and take information. That is global marion for goodness sake. And I really wish look at even Trump's America has public service media for Ireland not to but have that's public supported service media in a
0: different way. That's nearly yes. philanthropic. Yeah.
1: Well, yes, but still it exists. Yeah. And it is protected. We need to protect public service media here. We the license fee Increase, no licence fee increase for all those years. No engagement at government level to help support to move forward. They are responsible for the Broadcasting Act. They are responsible for the licence fee. Unless we can work together, this organisation will
0: not survive. But, 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 you know that there will be a general election next year. And you witnessed what happened in the water. Um, payments tobacco. Do you think any politician, any politician, actually, I heard Eamon Ryan, in fairness, I heard Eamon Ryan on the other day saying there should be a household charge uh, for the reasons that you mentioned. In other words, that people are downloading material that they're not paying for. But Finefold, Finnegale, Sinn Fein, people for profit, any of those?
1: Well, Marion, other countries in Europe have managed to fix their collection method. I don't see why RTE should be the outliner here. And actually, on the water charges, how extraordinary that twice in the last two weeks we have have a boil water notice and we have buckets of rain falling from the sky...
0: Well, that's, they are very good questions, but I'm not going to go into the, to those particular ones now. Uh, in 2008, RT was spending 440 million a year running the place. Ten years later, it's done the same job with a hundred million less. But there has also been staff reduction. There, in 2008, there were 2,350 full-time members of staff. Now there are 500 less. Yes. Yes, But we can't make ends meet. So how how is this going to work? Also,
1: the other piece that we haven't touched on is that the entire approach to commercial revenue has collapsed. Um, Initially, when this started to happen, it looked like it was the Brexit effect. Most of the big advertisers are based in the UK. Dublin is like a Manchester. Ireland is like a Manchester. So they cut back on their spending because they didn't know. RTE cannot provide what Google and Facebook provide, which is data-driven information. So the advertisers are going towards data-driven information. So this is a perfect storm. Collapse in commercial revenue, inertia on the licence fee, and a cataclysmic change in how people consume their content.
0: Right. Let me give you a few um, calls here. I paid my TV licence. I have a Sky TV subscription. And I pay for Netflix. Sky and Netflix are good value. The TV licence is not. I never watch RTE. They are still making TV as if it were in the 1950s.
1: Um, it's, it's difficult to please everybody with content, but I think you can look back um, even this week at the tribute show that was turned around for our great colleague, Gay Byrne, to the, to the investigative programmes that Primetime do. There are so much good television. Everybody's taste is different, Marion. But what we want to do and RTE should do is not com- com- compete commercially, but be unique and have its own voice and protect what an editorial. Mean? What does that mean? Well, who is going to do the story? Like Take that wonderful nationwide programme going around the country. What other commercial organisation is going to deliver that programme? What other commercial organisation is going to ask the hard facts about housing, the medical system... Who else is going to do, spend a lot of money on investigative programmes if the public service media isn't given the support to do that?
0: Well, I mean, I presume the news talk people are listening to this and thinking, we do a lot of this stuff. Of course they do, but they're not obliged under the
1: 2009 Broadcasting Act to deliver what RTE is obliged to deliver.
0: Okay, another caller says, um, Marion, listening to Moira Darty, I'm afraid she does not instil confidence in me. It seems to me they're making it up as they go along. She and Dee Forbes need to go now. Uh, Appoint someone capable and experienced in turning around of RTE. Otherwise, I don't see any future from RTE. And this comes from somebody uh, called Anne. So clearly uh, she wants... Uh, you to go, and she wants uh, D Forbes to go. But when you talk about transformation and the change is difficult, I have this feeling, and, and and it was also said in in Philip's report as well that this may just be fiddling around the edges, and that sixty million won't solve the problem. At all, Mer- and that you'll be back in two years' time saying more, please.
1: This industry will be in constant change. This is step one towards. And, and what about adjusting to that
0: conscience? What about the unions? I mean, I understand that somebody from the trade union said that they, that you didn't talk to him. I can't remember which person it was. How are you going to handle all of this with unions?
1: The RT executive will sit and na- navigate their way through this with the unions. Yeah. But Marion, you understand this. This organisation must reform. And of course that is going to hurt certain people. So on one hand, you can't say... What does that reform mean? And then people will be hurt and we can't stay still and we must move on. All of those things are contradictory. There is a good strategy out there. RTE is ready to move forward. We must get government to come with us. But, I mean, quite simply, if they won't. Well, there is a bigger debate here. I think public service media is not a luxury. I think it is central. To the aspect of any democratic system. And I think it's where the national debate takes place. Do you agree
0: with that, Marion? Well, I would certainly, on, on matters to do with national debate, say, like, the Brexit stuff and all of that. I would agree, actually, that we need to get that right within this organisation. Uh, the, the,
1: other, the other piece, Marion, for me, which we haven't touched upon, is the, the employment within the creative industries. And I know quite a bit about this because I employ a lot of people myself in the creative industries. 10 years ago RTÉ was spending 80 million on the independent sector. That is now down to 40 million. There are people struggling out there in an ecosystem that is not being supported by the the license fee or by government. We RTÉ is the biggest employer. Of people in the creative sectors. And sometimes people forget that because they see RTE through the prism of news and current affairs. Yes.
0: Yeah, very much so. Well, if you take news and current affairs, any country needs to have a good service that is as fair and balanced as is possible. And it was often to RTE's benefit that it lived next door to the BBC, and the standards are so high. Another caller says, uh, Marion, my Darty's wrong. Your listeners do want to hear the minutiae of the planned closure of lyric and another one says wild well, scale back lyric which is a unique service the service is not being scaled back no the
1: service is moving between cork and dublin and the details of that move has to be worked out right and we as a board and the executive fought hard to retain lyric i myself am a, a lyric listener um i i love the station right
0: okay the um you've had your big meeting uh, you say that the board and and the executive w- work seamlessly together and um and of course you were the person that that rg in the first place um the when when how will you evaluate or when will you evaluate if any of this is working because there are some people who see an armageddon that think that 60 million not W- wouldn't go near solving the problem. And it won't, because government has
1: to come on board and there will be change beyond the next three years. So what we're looking at is the next three years and then there will be continual reform and continual transformation because there is so much happening out there. I mean, I think what I said in my op-ed, which I think we should look at as well, is investment in R&D in the new way forward. I mean, I think that the BBC has spent millions of pounds on developing R&D laboratories. They work with local companies to make content using cutting-edge technology. That spills out into the independent sector and creates jobs, and it feeds back into public service media, and then that benefits the economy. I think we're caught in, in... inward looking here, I think we need to open up and look out and work together on
0: this. Right. It's the working together is the thing. I mean, are there going to be other pay cuts besides, I know the board, the executive are taking a cut. They are. And I know that the broadcasters um, have been approached about a cut as well. Is the rest of the staff going to take a cut? There's a pay freeze at the moment uh, nominated, but all
1: of this has to be discussed between management and unions. And if the unions say no? Well, Marion, I think that everybody... The government uh, um, did a, a report, the New Era report. We also have many reports. We have the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland say that RTE needs 30 million investment a year. I think the unions are smart enough to know that this industry is changing dramatically. And I would welcome that they work with us to save jobs. Okay, listen. We will leave it. Uh, there are the difficult times. Not easy, not easy at all for anybody. But we must move forward together.
0: Are you sorry you took the gig?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I took the job.
0: You, you're not. So, you're I'm not. not you're absolutely not, sorry. not. Right.
1: I care about public service media.
0: Okay and as you say you, you were an employee here uh, at one stage for though fado. though for though but we I know that a lot of people will be interested in the in the quote question of 200 jobs and pay cuts but anyway um thank you for coming in and talking to us. Thank you Mary. okay thanks a lot. Podcast the Marion Fanukin show at slash radio.